Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think they can do whatever the heck they want to because they're better than everybody. Like this woman right here who doesn't give a crap where this fire truck needs to go. She just needs to cross the streets and nothing is stopping her. Guys, I know the picture's a little blurry, but this woman is clearly giving the fireman the middle finger. My friends, get ready for another jaw-dropping episode because these people are gonna shock you, okay? I hope you enjoy the crazy stories today and do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Okay, so here's the problem. My son Simon is 16 years old. He moved out of the room he used to share with his little brother, and he got his own room a few months back. Ever since, he's been complaining about his mom barging in without knocking and interrupting his sleep and studying, sometimes even when he's changing. Now, I know she's his mother, but he says that he's got his own room and a job now, and he's learning to become independent, but doesn't feel like his privacy is being respected when that's his mom. He says he's not a kid anymore, and he's entitled to at least get a knock on the door before she comes in. He was getting tired of her not listening to him, so he came to me and said, Dad, you need to help set some clear boundaries with mom. So I spoke to her about the need to knock before entering Simon's room. She was like, What? No, we're family, we're not strangers. Do you really expect me to foolishly knock on the door five times a day in my own home? That's ridiculous. Also, who knocks doors in their own home? At this, I told her, my family, for instance. At this, she made a face, and she goes on a rant about how my family hates each other, and the way they treat each other is like we're strangers, and that's shameful. I told her family or strangers, it's about respecting one's privacy. Now, we did have an argument about it, and I told her if she wasn't gonna stop with the barging in and refusing to knock on the door before entering, then our son is gonna get a lock. So, she did it again at 11pm. She barges in when our son was asleep, and he jumped up because he got scared. Once he told me this, I told him to go ahead and get a lock and pay for it with his own money. There was literally no other way. So my wife ends up seeing the lock and she gets upset when my brother was visiting. She then raises her voice at me, questioning if I really went ahead and got the lock for Simon, despite her disapproval. She was shocked and said that it's not okay because this teaches our children that they can manipulate one parent into doing what they want. I told her that A, Simon got the lock, not me, and B, I had already warned her about the possibility of him getting a lock because he was getting tired of her boundary crossing. So she should have expected this outcome. She then mentioned the same above points in her defense and said that locks mean secrets and that's not good. My brother was sitting watching while she was complaining and she began chewing him out when he asked her to let Simon keep the lock and said it wasn't a big deal. She stopped talking to me and Simon until we removed the lock but I have no intentions on doing that. Was I at fault for my stance? Okay, so I feel that OP should have held his ground, not throw his son under the bus by telling him to get his own lock, and then telling his wife that he had nothing to do with it. I also think that the mom needs to build a better relationship with her son. If she has to randomly barge into his room at all hours of the day to check up on what he's doing, clearly there's no trust with her and her son. Especially when she does it at random hours of the night when his son is sleeping. 
Guys, I had a friend in grade 7 who literally had no door to his bedroom because his mom wanted to know what he was doing at all times. I found it so crazy. He told me that she would randomly ninja around the house at weird hours of the night just hoping to catch him doing something he's not supposed to. And that's no way to friggin' parent. Simon needs to start doing the same thing to her, but it probably only goes one way, right? Okay guys, so the next story was submitted by Pam. I decided to send you the story of one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in the years I worked customer service. So this story happened quite a few years ago, when it was normal for stores to accept checks, and food stamps came in a book of coupons. This is important for later. I was the manager of a small deli at a grocery store at the time. On this particular week, we had a really good sale going on for the 8-piece fried chicken. I was working by myself one night, and there was a line of customers at the deli. As I was waiting on a customer, I noticed that the fried chicken in the case was getting low, so I took a moment to drop some more chicken into the fryers. That customer bought the last of the fried potato wedges, along with some chicken, and then they went on their way. Well, the next person in line was a Karen. She was standing there with a little girl beside her glaring at me. She then informed me that she wanted potatoes, and she wants them right now. She then starts screaming and calling me awful names when I told her that I had to wait for the chicken to finish cooking before putting more potatoes down. She then demanded that I pull the chicken out of the fryer and toss it so I could put the potatoes in the fryer for her. Now, when I told her I couldn't do that, she throws an absolute fit and demanded that I call the manager. Meanwhile, the customer behind her was a nice Indian gentleman, and he told her that I was doing the best I could to help her. And what kind of example was she setting for her daughter? At this, she then turns around and tells him to shut the F up, as he's not even an American. I then called customer service and asked the manager to please come back to the deli. When he got there, Karen told him that I somehow knew that she wanted potatoes, and had purposefully sold the last of them to the customer before her, and that I refused to make her more, of course. I then explained to him that I had put some chicken in the fryer before she got to the counter, and I couldn't just pull it out half-cooked and throw away a fryer full of chicken. So he had me give her a pound of free potatoes once I could cook them, and he ran back to the customer service counter. At this point, I just kept my best customer service smile on, apologized to the poor man that she had cussed out, and then took care of the other customers, while Karen stood there glaring at me and was telling every single person around her how horrible I was, and that I needed to be fired. Now, she did this until I was able to give her the potatoes, and then she stomped off. As soon as I had taken care of everyone waiting for food and there was a break in customers, I walked over to the customer service counter and explained to the manager what happened. I ended with stating that this woman was a total bitch and turned back to go to the deli. Well, there she was, standing right behind me listening. I just gave her a huge smile and went back to the deli. Later, I find out why she was at the customer service counter. So she had finished her shopping and gotten in line to check out. The woman in front of her had started to pay for her groceries, pulling out a book of food stamps. And at this, the Karen went off, screaming about deadbeat people using food stamps that she paid for with her taxes, and how this woman needed to get a job and quit mooching off the government. Now, the poor woman who was using the food stamps had tears in her eyes, and the cashier was apologizing to her while Karen kept screaming. When the woman with the food stamps had left and the cashier was done ringing up Karen's groceries, Karen then pulled out her checkbook to pay and the cash register would not accept her check. It seems that Karen had a bounce check in the system, and she had to go to customer service to cover the bounce check before she could write another one to pay for her groceries. And this is when she came up behind me and overheard me calling her a bitch. I regret nothing. Hey, it's not an insult if it's true, right? Guys, it always baffles me how some people can say such absurd things to strangers like that. 
Like, is it entitlement? Is it crazy? A mix of both? I feel that they should have refused their service at that point, especially for cussing out that man and then making that woman with the food stamps feel terrible. Like, oh my freaking goodness. With that said, if you're listening, thank you so much, Pam, for this wonderful story submission. So, a little bit of context. I go to a school that's pretty close to a popular coffee and donut shop. After school, I like to walk down there and get a coffee. So today was a nice day, so I decided to go to the coffee shop and get an iced coffee and a donut. So I walk down there and it's all good. I get in line and start preparing for the order. Suddenly, I see a wild Karen and her spawn walk in. The kid looked around 7 or 8 years old, but I didn't think they would cause any problems. And oh boy was I wrong. So I'm in line and Karen's kids being loud. Like, really loud. The kid's jumping up and down and going crazy over this little donut with a little peep in the middle of it. The bird. Now, I made the mistake of asking the kid to be a little bit quieter, and it went like this. I say to the kid, excuse me, can you be a little bit quieter? Now at this, Karen overheard me, and she says in a mocking tone, excuse me, my kid can do whatever he wants, so shut the F up and leave him alone. Now I just turn back in fear and think, oh goodness. Anyways, I get to the front of the line and state my usual order, as I went there a lot. I say to the guy, hey, can I get a medium caramel iced coffee with just cream and a Peeps donut? He tells me sure. And I want to note that there was only one Peeps donut left, and I had just taken it. The kid was now busy looking at Fortnite memes or whatever on his phone. I get my food and pay and sit down to eat and start browsing my phone. It was at this point that the Karen walks up to the register to order, and I decide to watch to see what would happen since I took the last donut. I hear her say, hey, Give me a hot coffee and one of those Peeps Donuts. Now at this, the guy says, I'm sorry, we're all out of Peeps Donuts. Is there another donut you want, or perhaps something else with your coffee? And the Karen loses it at this point. She says, What? That can't be it. You probably have them in the back. My kid needs that donut. You're probably hiding them from me because I'm a mother with a rowdy son. I will sue you for discrimination. She then turns to her son and says in this really cutesy voice, Oh, sweetie, they're hiding the donuts from us. They don't want us to have them. They don't like us. The guy at the counter then says to her, I told you, ma'am, we don't have any more. The man before you was the last person to get one. I hear this and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, it's about to go down. The Karen immediately shot me a death glare and she walks over to me and says, You, give me that donut. I told her, I'm sorry, I bought it first. If you want the donut, you can come back another day or just go to another store. She then says, no, I have a kid. Give me the donut. Now, I am young and I do have quite a bit of an attitude towards people who are jerks. So without thinking, I just took out the donut and ate it. She then screams at me saying, what are you doing? You just took my donut and ate it. Now, the yelling did catch the employee's attention and he comes over to us saying, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. She then says, you need to kick him out of the store. He stole my donut. The guy then says to her, ma'am, I gave that customer his donut, so please leave before I call the police. At this, she says, fine, but I'm suing you, pointing at me, and this whole company for discrimination. They then both stomped out of there. I'm glad she didn't assault me or call the police, and I'm sorry it didn't end in a huge fight or the police were called, but this was my first experience with a Karen. All that over a normal donut with a marshmallow duck in it. Well, thanks for reading my story. Guys, I'll never understand how some people can't fathom the thought of going to another location. 
Like ma'am, if that location doesn't have the donut you want, and your child really wants that donut, drive to another location. Don't friggin' harass other customers because they bought the last donut. But hey, are you guys really surprised? That's entitled people, right? They want it right now, and most would rather cause a scene than to use their brain. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So a few years ago, a bunch of my friends and I went to see Anastasia on Broadway. It was amazing and a ton of fun, but also led to this encounter. So during intermission, a bunch of us went to get in line for the bathrooms. One of my friends, let's call her Mary, had osteosarcoma in her leg when she was younger. And as a result, she has a metal rod instead of her bone, and she walks with a noticeable limp. There was a line for disabled people and families, and Mary and her mom got in line. A few people behind them, an older lady was pushing a full-body wheelchair, with I'm assuming was her severely disabled daughter. Now this lady was yelling at everybody in front of her because her daughter deserved to be at the front of the line. Now Mary's mom is not the kind to be pushed around and she told the woman that Mary was disabled too and that she could wait her turn. The woman then goes ballistic and yells, Your daughter is not disabled. Stop lying. Now this went on for a bit where the woman would yell directly at Mary for not being disabled and Mary's mom would stand her ground and tell the woman that she was not moving and that her and her daughter could just wait like everybody else. Eventually they came out of the bathroom and Mary was in tears at this point. Now Mary's one of the sweetest people I know and there's no way she deserved to be yelled at for not being disabled when she doesn't even have a bone in her legs because they removed it because of cancer. Now guys, I know that the mom has probably gone through a lot with her child but it's definitely not appropriate to use the severity of her daughter's disability as a base for her entitlement. That lady definitely needed to be told off for thinking that some disabilities are more important than others, and accusing Opie's friend of not being disabled and to stop lying, which is ridiculous. So when I was a kid, I never cut my hair. No matter what, I never cut it. So I had very long, pretty, dirty blonde hair. As a kid, a lot of people would ask to touch it, and I was fine with it as long as they had my permission. When I was six years old, my mom took me to a grocery store to buy something for dinner that night. We got to the store, and my mom got the stuff she needed, but she was missing the bread from the other side of the store. She then sent me to go get it, since I was, quote, fast and small. When I got to the bread, I picked out the bread we usually buy, and at that time, I really liked baguettes and other types of breads. So when I saw the baguettes, I totally forgot that my mom was waiting for me, and I grabbed a loaf and headed back to my mom. So when I was heading back to my mom from the bread aisle, I felt someone pull on my hair. And not gently, no, they yanked it. They pulled so hard that I thought my hair was going to come out. And I cried so hard that my mom heard me from across the store. 
It turns out that it was a kid about my age who wanted to touch my hair. So his mom, around 40 years old, pulled my hair so her freaking kid could touch it. My mom then rushed over and told the lady to let go of me, and this is basically how the conversation went. The woman said, My child just wanted to touch her hair. She has very pretty hair. At this I said, She pulled on my hair. It hurts. My mom said, You could have asked. You can't just pull kids' hair. I can call the police for assault. The woman then says, You are harassing me. All I did was let my son touch her hair. I can call the police on you for harassing me and my child. My mom says to her, Firstly, I'm not harassing you. You assaulted my child. And secondly, you can call the police. You'll only be making things worse for yourself. Now, as it turned out, the mom did call the police and they took both of our statements. The entitled mother had given an over-exaggerated and dramatic report, telling the police that I had given consent for her kid to touch my hair. And my mom came out of nowhere and started harassing the mother. My mother had given the police the actual report from her side. I had been asked to give a report, but I was too scared and too tired from the experience to say much. They then checked the security footage and saw exactly what happened. My mom decided to press charges, and she sued the entitled mom for assault. And the mom was sent to jail for six months, and she was fined for providing a false police report. Okay, so I'm so baffled at what happened, guys. So a woman thought it was a great idea to grab a six-year-old by the hair, and when confronted about it, she decided to call the cops on the mom for harassment. I really hope she learned her lesson after that. So I'm back home on break from college, and return to work at my grocery store in a few days. Just in time for pre-Christmas rush. Yesterday, I was doing some last-minute Christmas shopping at a large superstore, pushing a cart of items while wearing my winter coat and jeans. Now what I was wearing is important, because a rather large woman on an electric scooter comes up to me, and demands to know where the peanut butter and paper towels were. We were in the electronics section, so she was impressively far off. I politely said that I don't work here, and they're probably in the grocery department across the store. Now, the woman ignored the first part of my statement, and she demands that I go get them for her because that's too far. Now keep in mind, she's riding an electric scooter. She's not walking. I repeated that I don't work here, and then turned so she could see that I was wearing a jacket and jeans instead of a polo and a certain color that the store employees wear. So this is where it goes from crazy to insane. She said that she knew I worked there, and claimed that I took my name tag off when I saw her coming. She then calls me lazy and stupid, and she said if I didn't want to work here, then I shouldn't have dropped out of school. She then demanded again that I go get her peanut butter and paper towels. Now at this point, I saw my opportunity to finally tell a customer off. Now mind you, it was as another customer, but hey, that's still something. And as I don't get to do this at work, I did go a bit overboard. I told her she was an entitled bitch, who clearly didn't need to eat any more food, but if she really desired it, then she should get up off her scooter and walk across the store like everybody else. I also told her that I am in school, and said that I don't work at the store, or for the chain, or in this town. I also pointed out the large signs hanging as you come in, that point you to different sections of the store. I tell her electronics and groceries were in opposite directions, and said that she clearly was the stupid one who needed education. Now you should have seen the look on this woman's face. It was priceless. Her jaw dropped. She was in the middle of saying something back, but I just walked away. Now it might have been a bit petty and an overreaction, but it was my big chance to snap back. Knowing that woman, she probably tried to find a manager to get OP fired or something. I love the fact that OP took that moment to stand up for herself when this woman felt it was necessary to say all that mean stuff to her. It's funny how some people just dole out insults and then they're shocked when they get a taste of their own medicine. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, we survived yet another episode. 
If you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. A rude Karen pisses off a tattoo artist, and he teaches her a lesson that she'll never forget, because it's permanent. Guys, check it out if you haven't, and myself and Steva will see you guys in the next one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.